you're listening to Irish Radio Canada Zone Abroad, and as many of you may know, I had the opportunity, and unforeseen opportunity, to spend a long period in the last 12 months in Ireland. And it was wonderful in many ways that despite the restrictions of a five-kilometre zone, I got to explore wonderful areas in the Cumra Mountains to the extent that some of the people around about it even said to me that as a result of what I was putting up on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook, they were seeing areas in their own area that they had never explored. And that's the thing about Ireland. You can go anywhere in Ireland and within a five-kilometre zone, there is so much on your doorstep if you take your head out of your device and look around. Well, Doris from Ireland have a wonderful site out there and they are encouraging Ireland is opening back up and welcome the welcome mat of Alcheroth. The welcome mat is out and it is going to look forward to you coming back and Sandra Moffat is here with me. Sandra is with Tourism Ireland. She's based down in Toronto. Sandra, thanks a million for taking the time and it's great to have you here and I know you're all excited about seeing the uh, tourists heading back to Ireland. Yeah, I think we all are. It's uh, been a long time coming, as you say. So as of July 19th, we've been able to welcome international visitors back to the Emerald Isle. So um, finally got flights going again as well. So Air Canada just launched last Sunday um, back direct from Toronto to Dublin. So we haven't had direct flights in a while, so it's great to see people on planes back to Dublin again. It is, and while I can't comment on the experience now about arriving in, I know when we arrived in last September was early on in the pandemic from a travel perspective and we went fully masked and fully uh, we had a shield and the mask on and we kept it on for the whole flight Um, I will before we talk about some of that I will share some of my own experience on the recent flight and express the comfort level that I got on the plane because I looked on it here you have staff who are doing this on a daily basis putting their lives potentially at risk And I looked at it and I said, if they're comfortable doing that, I need to have trust. And I found that the procedures, Aer Lingus, for example, um, uh, how you got on, how you got off, how you disembarked, it was very orderly. Air Canada, when they were serving the food, you were not allowed to touch your food until after the trolley had gone past your seat and you couldn't lower your mask, and they were up and down regularly advising you to make sure your mask was in place. So all to say, I developed a tremendous comfort level with being on the plane. So um, hopefully that will encourage some. So the, the directs are coming, Air Canada's back. Any word of when Aer Lingus might be coming back? Yeah, hopefully this fall. We're waiting on um, final confirmation, but we're hoping it will see Aer Lingus back this year, yeah. Right. So I know, the, well, I'll say the welcome mat is out. Um, are you aware or what should the Canadian who wants to travel to Ireland, how do they need to go about being ready so as that they have whatever documentation, etc. they need? So at the moment, the main thing is you have to be fully vaccinated. So to avoid any quarantine, any restrictions, anything like that, you have to be fully vaccinated. So the accepted vaccines are all of the Canadian ones that we, we know so well, so the Pfizer's, the Moderna's and the AstraZeneca's. Um, so for those who are fully vaccinated, no travel-related restrictions. For those who don't have valid proof of vaccination, and valid proof of vaccination would be that receipt, that slip that you get um, when you get your vaccine, so the Ontario Health um, Cert, for example. And I know that there is talks or confirmation now that there will be a, a national um, 
vaccine passport, so to speak. So that'll make things even easier. But if you don't have valid proof of vaccination, what you need to do is prevent evidence of a negative PCR test within 72 hours prior to your arrival. You do have to self-quarantine, and then you have to have post-arrival testing as well. So that will be organized directly through the HSC, the Health Executive in Ireland. So some restrictions if you're not vaccinated. So we do encourage people, of course, to get vaccinated. And, of course, have your insurance documents. That's another thing. So have your vaccines, but also always, no matter pre-COVID, post-COVID, always make sure that you are adequately insured when you're traveling. When you mentioned the PCR test, uh, again, for the return flight, you need to have your PCR, I would imagine, because I know in order for us to travel, we had to get the PCR 20, 72 hours before we uh, embarked. And it's important that it's 72 hours before your Canadian flight. So if you do happen to be going through Heathrow, it's not 72 hours from the Dublin flight, it's 72 hours from the Heathrow flight. And uh, we were able to get ours uh, down in Cork, and tw- 24 hours later, we got our email with the, the results. Uh, and uh, likewise, because we were vaccinated in Ireland, we have the uh, document from the HSE and the EU passport. So coming back in then, the Canadians are, are travellers coming into Canada, as, again, as long as they would have had what we had. Uh, everything was okay because we didn't have to quarantine. Like we didn't have to go into a hotel when we came back. Yeah, and even even better news on that one is that as of September seventh, all going well. That there will be no restrictions or requirements for PCR tests coming back from Ireland either. So at the moment, yep, you need to go through that process and do what you needed to do, which luckily sounds like it was relatively straightforward, which is great to hear. And um, but as of September seventh, even less restrictions, and you don't have to worry about that. No, it was very straightforward, and like there's lots of um, companies' boots, and we went to uh, some called uh, MedDoc or something, uh, and they're readily available, very efficient, and it was no in and out in five minutes, and the results were in my email within the 24 hours. So again, I, I think that is one of the things I would say is if anyone is travelling, the process isn't that difficult if you decide to relax about it. Travel can be stressful anyway, I think. But yeah, I think to your point, I think once we kind of know what we need to do, you do it, and it's it's pretty straightforward. I would I would hope before you arrive, and you'll know this often, is you have to create or fill out your passenger locator form. So there is a form that you have to fill out with all your information, where you're going, what you're doing, um, and then just so people know as well, if you are traveling with kids, so if you're traveling with children, children between the ages of 12 and 17 will need to get the negative PCR test. Obviously, you won't be able to get proof of vaccination, so they will need to get that PCR test. And then children under 12 don't need to take that test. A lot of people go to Ireland on organized tours. And mm-hmm. has that business started to come back yet and to what extent and how much may there be available in the organized tour side? Yeah, escorted group travel is definitely coming back. I think we're seeing a lot of people, you know, visiting friends, family, relatives. That's what's going to come back first. You know, people who haven't been able to get home for a while and, you know, want to reconnect with family and friends. We're seeing that first. But there are a lot of our partners, our tour operator partners, that are running their escorted departures. That's typically from October or so. Um, but there are there's lots of availability for that. And definitely we see that returning kind of big and strong um, as of 2022. And the... Um other, I suppose, part of travel, and again, I'll, I'll share my own experience, and this is that there's so much to be seen away from, I won't say off the beaten track, but off the beaten track, and oftentimes many people forget to look off the beaten track. Um, so if somebody is trying to plan 
a trip to Ireland, be it 14 days, where would you recommend that they do the research? Or would, on your the tourismireland.com site would be a good starting point. Absolutely. I think Ireland.com, that's our website where we have okay. lots of itinerary ideas and there is off-the-beaten-track hidden gems. It's from people who are from Ireland, right? So we like to share those little kind of hidden gems, those secrets. Everyone's looking. We've all been cooped up for long enough now. I think we're all looking for a bit of great outdoors. So there's lots of, you know, wide open spaces, you know, really fun things to do there. And then follow us on social media as well because we often, um, you know, share really great photos where people are like, you know, where is that? How can I get there? Where can I go? So we're on Go to Ireland CA on Twitter and then Discover Ireland CA on Facebook. And then Tourism Ireland on Instagram as well. And while Ireland is well known for its festival season and all the rest, and that's something that's on hold, I know live music is gradually starting to come back and the outdoors. So that's something you get to look forward to. Um, we're all hoping that as the after September certainly I would imagine 2022 is the year we're hoping that we're trying to build up to, to get back to normal yeah absolutely I think it's going to be a slow process and yeah. to your point you know we have to build up our comfort levels I think we're all just getting used to you know reintroducing ourselves to society in general and you know getting excited about travel so it'll be a slow burn for sure but I know that the Irish industry the hoteliers the restaurants the bars the musicians they're all dying for international visitors and our Canadians to come back and we're excited to welcome them and also uh, again when I say some of the hidden gems um, I know we spent a bit of time in Clare and I came across some wonderful things out around the borough and in that whole area so there is so much to be seen all over the country even when there are no festivals on just good hiking boots that's what I would say Bring your high boots, get a bike, you know, like yeah. you said earlier, I think, you know, stop looking stop looking at your phone. Take your competitive yeah. phones, look around, there's so much to see and do. And I know over the last year I've been creating a bit of a bucket list um, of things that I want to see and do um, while I'm there. And I know a lot of people have been doing the same. So, yeah, there's, there's no shortage of options, that's for sure. No. So if anyone at the moment is to say, we'll give them the website again. And it's Ireland.com is the headquarters website. Um, and then... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the other places as well. Um, anything else we should be talking about, Sandra? <laughs> Ask me anything. Um, like I said, we're just really excited to welcome everybody back. Direct routes are back. It's going to be easier than ever to get to Ireland. Like it's, it's three times a week with Air Canada. Air Lingus will be back soon. And then we're hoping to have internet, or, sorry, national coverage on the air access front as well by next year. So just building that back. We were direct from Vancouver, Calgary, Halifax, Montreal. We're hoping to get those routes back up as well. Right, indeed, indeed. Well, Sandra, it's been brilliant reconnecting with you, and I know it's picking up, you're getting busy, and uh, as things unfold, we will keep in touch, and we'll try to keep the listener informed. Yeah, yeah, and I know you mentioned festivals there often. We do have festivals coming back slowly but surely too. So Halloween is our big next one, so we must uh, regroup and chat about that because there'll be lots going on in Ireland for Halloween. Indeed. Thanks a million, Sandra.